Huh? Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Sapri706. Okay, we ruined the intro. This is the <laughs> Dirty Bird Nation Report, our official, official podcast of Falcons Twitter. Uh, we have a resident, uh, excited uh, Falcons supporters and fans. We have the bearded one, Josh. We have uh, Miss Joy and uh, semi Falcons fan, Marcus Sniffle. What's good? Dog. I am watching I am watching the Saints Chargers game. The way Drew Brees is playing right now is why I thought the Falcons would win this division. That dude is he is trash. He is not good anymore. We're watching football. I mean the, the Braves are playing now. I mean Hey, we've we've moved hey, you know, my Lakers got their 17 championship last night, so we we over here winning. Uh the only reason I have this Falcon shirt on is because if, as you have seen, the Falcons have finally made some changes they should have made years ago with firing Thomas Dimitrov and Dan Quinn or relieving them of duty. So I was in my head like, hey, I'm not going to support this loser franchise until some changes are made. Changes are made. So now I have my Falcons gear back on. I am excited for the future, even though it could be a long one. It could be an interesting one, but at least we'll have some sort of tangible change instead of the same. Oh, we're pissed. Oh, our guys are really getting after it. Oh, the brotherhood. You know, all that stuff is done. I was tired of it. Y'all are tired of it. Apparently, players are tired of it. Um, what are y'all's initial reactions on the uh, firing of Dan Quinn and Thomas Dimitrov, the end of the brotherhood? I don't care what that dude on Twitter says. <laughs> shit is shit is donezo. Um, I, w- I was, um, I mean, I was a fan of Quinn fan. But to see that TD went with him, I was actually shocked with that. Um, I mean, because I, I don't remember ever seeing the team fire a DM. I mean, unless you're Bill O'Brien, but I don't remember recalling the team firing a GM five games into the season. So I was I was actually shocked when when it was announced that TD was also being let go as um as DQ was also. I mean, it, it was interesting because I, I did see a link come out. Somebody wrote, I think it might have been the alcoholic or somebody else writing it like, oh, uh, with Thomas Dimitrov at the helm, Atlanta becomes a great landing spot for any future coach or GM. And I was like, TD's been kind of low. I haven't really seen him out and about. I know we're in a pandemic, but it's one of those things where I felt like he was trying to slide his way into another regime, and I'm glad that he got caught. Get his ass out of here, too. He should have been gone with Mike Smith, but for whatever reason, I don't know if he has, like, news of Arthur Blank or incriminating information, but, like, he's out of here, too. God bless him. Thanks, but no thanks. Uh, I think it would have been uh, wiser to fire uh, these people last year. You could have easily justified it. The team was 1-7 and seven heading into the bye week. Most teams make a coaching change uh, during the bye week when the team's not doing well and he's been there for a while. Uh, TD's been there since 2008, right? How long has he been there? 2008? That sounds too long. He's been there a long time. Like, I mean, they did have – I'm not going to say he hasn't put together a championship roster because he did put together a team that uh, made it to the Super Bowl, but – that team was kind of one-sided. It wasn't a complete team, and they had one of the greatest offensive coordinators leading that team. So 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, I saw a theory that said that uh, TD got fired because he didn't fire Dan Quinn last year or this year. And that makes sense. They might have cost him uh, Chase Young from last year. Like, if you fired Dan Quinn last year, you probably get a better draft pick than what you got. And and that and I'm not. That's no shade to uh, the DB y'all got because I think he's actually pretty good. So, AJ Terrell, shout yeah, to Clemson. Terrell's actually he's he's going to be a good player for y'all. So, I mean, at least you still got a good player uh, in return. But I think if you ask any uh, fan of the Falcons, they would probably prefer Chase Young. But I mean. Tis what it is. I mean, you've been, it's a it's a results based league, and TD and Dan Quinn obviously have not produced that. So, gotta go. Well, I did, and piggybacking off of what Josh said, I did see um, something that said TD got fired because they signed like a contract of winning this year. And it didn't look good. So I, that's why, I, I mean, I saw something that said that was the reason why he got fired. However, I am glad to see two people at least get fired. Well, three, because they fired their special teams coach as well um, and made some changes there. Um, but I do think that Rich McKay might be out the door after, I think they might give him maybe one more year. No, nah, get him out of here too. I think he'll be gone. My thing is, if, if you're going to do it, do it all the way. I don't want anybody, I don't want any remnants of the old regime, period. I want them all gone. I don't want Rich McGay here, unfortunately. Raheem Morris, I do want black head coaches in the league, but he needs to be a coach somewhere else. We're going to do it, do it all the way. We don't need anybody else in this team that has been in, been involved since the decline. We need a full, as far as the upper management, get all these people out of here. Like, again, Raheem seems like a cool dude. God bless, but nah, get him out of here. Hey, I think Oliver could go with him. Oliver could go. Neil could go. Uh, Ricardo <laughs> Allen could go. It's funny you speak of Neil. Uh, he got apparently roasted on Twitter after the game, after it was announced that Dan Quinn was fired, talking about, oh, we hurting. Y'all fans don't really know. And he eventually deleted the tweet. And my thing is that he's probably upset because he knows that his days in Atlanta are numbered. Like, he was a DQ guy. DQ coached him when he was at the University of Florida as well. So he hasn't been performing at the, the top-tier level since his injury. I know it's only been, what, a year since he's been back? But, I mean, a, a new regime could easily have Keanu Neal looking for a new home. So I can see why he was upset. But, I mean, the fans are upset. Nobody wants to watch. Like, dude, I cut that game off at halftime. This is the second week in a row I've cut the game off at halftime. And I, I didn't easily- even make it first quarter. And the sad part about it is I could literally tell you what happened or what was going to happen. Whoever's playing quarterbacks, I'm like an all-pro. The defense is going to be lost. The offense is going to look terrible. Like, it, it's the same thing. I got better things to do in my time. Like, I, I could do much better things to watch the Falcons continue to lose in, in the most absurd ways. So, I mean, with those guys, I would maybe keep Ricardo Allen. I don't know. He seems like the only one that is like has any type of leadership qualities, but – Again, it's going to be probably a whole new retooled defense, maybe even offense, probably less the offense because a lot of those players are locked into their contracts. But it'll definitely be interesting. Right now, again, the current interim head coach is Raheem Morris. And a lot of people, Falcons fans, y'all need to make up y'all's mind. Do y'all want a bad pick or do y'all want a top pick or do you want like – 
a good season because you can't have both. Like people were like, oh, we should have fired Dirk Cotter. Dirk Cotter should have been fired. Oh, good thing Dirk Cotter wasn't elevated to the interim head coach. I'm like, that's exactly what you should have wanted. If you want to continue to be inept, inept, and incompetent, you should have promoted Dirk Cotter and just let him run the car into the ocean. Just let him drive the car off the cliff because if, if you want a top pick, you're going to be as sorry as possible. But y'all y'all are confused. I don't know how, I don't know how y'all's mind work. Like you literally can't get a top pick if you keep winning games. But I think it's going to be interesting that I think we will win games. Um, I guess, unfortunately, if you're looking to get a top draft pick, because I don't think this team is sorry as their record shows. I, I just literally think it's bad coaching. Like, if you've seen some of the, the videos people are posting on Twitter, um, some of the things going on in the offense and defense, just like, what are y'all doing? These are like basic plays, just bad assignments on defense. It just looks like this looks like they don't even practice. Like, I don't I don't understand how you can be that bad on both sides of the ball with all that talent in areas well you you do have to have a, a full-on regime change because of the like you said uh the president mckay he's been there since 2008 and he hired uh td and like how many and he got fired yeah now rich mckay didn't get fired he's still there he, he no he got removed from his role as i believe the gm or whatever he got uh put in a different yeah. spot any the yeah. president he got the most. Yeah, he's over right now. He's in a spot where he control everything. But yeah, he, but he, before either, he had a different role. Either way, he he's he's been there since two thousand eight, along with TD. So it's just like you got to have a full on change. Like when they say clean house, especially Everybody. if you've been if you've been there just as long as TD, and you've been there as long as Dan Quinn, and you've been there for multiple head coaches being fired. At some point, it, it it raises up, and you got to start looking upward and be like, "All right, well, you're firing all these coaches. You're the one that's hiring these coaches, so you got to go too." You know, and it's I don't know. I, I don't know if Arthur Blank is really paying attention. You know, I I don't. I honestly, I don't know because I don't know why he would wait uh, an entire year after last year to fire a person. And as far as like what Falcons fans want when it comes to uh, do do they want a good season? Or a high draft pick, Falcons fans just want to be mad. That's all. They're just hurt. They've been hurt for a long time, and they're just they're tired of suffering. But they're so used to suffering that they don't know anything but suffering. So they just lash out at everybody and everything in every direction and anything that is said or done in regards to the Falcons just makes them mad, good or bad. So I mean, I get it. It's just I mean I feel bad for them that they have to feel that way. I mean, you really don't, but I mean, that's that's what they choose to do. Like I said, you could choose not to watch the game. I made that choice two weeks in a row. I'm like, yep, I already see there where this is going. It's there's no point. There's no point. Josh, what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, with with McKay, um, I'm like fifty fifty on him. Yes, again, if you, if you're going to start fresh, then yes, you you wipe everything clean, but. I think he's almost like in a position where he doesn't per se hire these coaches. I mean, he probably didn't tell us yet. But I think from a coach standpoint, um, I think that's where these little uh, firms come into it, come to, come into place where they hire like a third party firm and that's where the coaching search comes from. But um like I said, it was it was long overdue. Um Again, I, I personally didn't see TD going anywhere because, like you mentioned earlier, um, Atlanta being a 
and attract the spot with TD still being here um, for the next coach. I don't know how, how that's going to look now because, again, they have a whole new coach and a whole new GM, and <laughs> and you, you don't know how, how their minds are going to sink when it comes to building this team. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's definitely interesting. Um, there's a lot of uh, Twitter GMs right now, so – and Marcus posed the question to myself, like, hey, if, if I had a top three, let's say top five pick, what what would I do or what should we do? And again, it's it's a hard question to ask without knowing the direction of the of the coach, the new coach and the new GM. Me personally, I would lean towards getting a competent coach in all three phases of the game but specifically play to our strengths, which is the offense. I don't think Matt Ryan is as bad as he is looking, but Ooh. did you see that uh, that tweet of whatever the play that was drawn up for the red zone was? Did you see that tweet? I, I'm not trying to do no film study on a, on a defeated team. No, I did not no, see no. it. <laughs> No, that play, no, but that, you, that, yeah. it was like some 1998 Super Tecmo Bowl plays. Like I don't understand exactly. what that was. And then like, personnel that that was out there. Oh my god, it was it was just set up for a failure from 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 snap. And again, I'm not absolving Matt Ryan of his bad throws. Not doing right. that. But in the same breath, like, dude, give the dude a shot. Like, put together something that looks like a 2020. NFL play like you could literally go on Madden and I'm not even joking. You can literally go on Madden right now and find plays that are better than whatever that play design was like dude refuses to use any type of rub routes, trips, bunches, like anything that all the other like you see other teams running basic like slants and stuff like that, like just regular routes like this. This dude is out to lunch. He's still living in 2012 and it's not working out. What what do you do with the pick? So if I have the pick, if everything went perfect and I got a competent offense coordinator that runs a West Coast offense, West Coast style offense, which is to Matt Ryan's strengths, uh, quick passes, you know, accurate passes, you know, move the chains and kind of build it around a run game. I am going to. Hmm. It's tough. It's tough. It's Josh. It's, Josh, what you <laughs> top five pick? What are you gonna do with it? Okay, top five pick. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna assume that both quarterbacks are going Fields and Trevor. So with top, that, okay, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Hold on. Right, let's change that. Top two pick. <laughs> oh my god, here we go. Okay, top two pick. If, if it's top two pick, we have to be number one because I'm not taking Fields. I want number, Lawrence. You have the number I'm, one pick. I'm taking Trevor, and he's gonna. He, we're gonna do. We're gonna. We're gonna do how we make deal. Rogers and, and and Brett. Trevor's gonna sit for what three, two, three years, and then we got to have that passing of the torch. Joy, what are you doing with the Falcons' number one overall pick? Okay, South Breeze, you have the number one overall pick. What are you gonna do with it? If I have, if we are sorry enough to acquire the number one overall pick, which I don't think we are, I don't think we are. Stop couching it and answer the question, you coward. If we get the number one overall pick, 
I say the logical thing to do would to be to try to get a hall of picks. Well, I, I don't, I, I can't answer that question. I refuse. Coward. Anyways, I am, I am anyways, I'm, anyways I'm going to agree and disagree with Josh's uh, decision. When If you have the number one overall pick, you need to make a determination on what are you going to do with Matt Ryan. It, well, you that, can't do that until you have the coach and the GM evaluated. Stop bringing nuance into this. This is not a nuance discussion right now. This is about no, hot but, takes. Let me get my hot <laughs> takes off. I'll let y'all talk. i let y'all talk. Let me get my hot takes off. The decision that the, – it's an easy decision to be made. If you have the number one overall pick, you take Trevor Lawrence and you trade Matt Ryan. Now, if you, are, if you do your film assessment, the coaches come in, they evaluate the film. The GM comes in. He looks at the roster, and he's like, you know what? Matt Ryan, he's still got some good years in him. Julio Jones, he's still a top three receiver. You know what we're going to do? We're going to trade down, and we're going to get more picks, and we're going to get more young talent on rookie deals and build around Matt and Julio and continue to try to build a good team so when we can restart at quarterback, we'll have a, a, a better roster for him to step into. The idea of keeping Matt Ryan – and taking a quarterback with the number one overall pick, that's just kind of a waste of a pick at that point. Because you, you, there's a lot of value in that pick, and you're not getting that in return. Like, when you have the number one overall pick, that person needs to be someone that can contribute to the team, not someone who's going to contribute right. three to four years down the line. So if you're the GM and you happen to have the number one overall pick, that is the question that you need to answer. Is Matt Ryan still going to be – top 10 quarterback good for the next three to four years? The answer is no. Get, you get, you, it's better to get rid of Matt Ryan a year or two early than to get rid of him a year or two late. So that's the question that needs to be answered. And that's a question we cannot answer. I'm going to ask you on this play real quick. This play is absurd. Hold on. But it, that's, that's going to be the, the argument. People are now raging war against each other about Matt, Matt Ryan being washed, and now it's Trevor Lawrence, and we need the quarterback. Again, quarterback is not going to solve all the issues with our team. But, again, I don't think all these issues are actually as bad as they're being made out to be. It's I think it's just literally horrible coaching. Yeah, yeah, because because from what I can remember, your first read as a linebacker is run. These guys started dropping into passing lanes as their first read. And with that, Carolina to start mashing us with, with the run plays because of that. And it's like that's that's directly a reflection of the coaching that they're getting from these from those co- coaches. Like they're putting these players in horrible situations to where they're getting exposed out on the field. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. It's well, I guess I I would ask like how many I'm, I'm trying to think, like, how many times has there been a situation where a team has been in the top five of the draft with the franchise quarterback that played all 16 games? Like, how often does that happen? What I would counter it, again, the Falcons are a team of history in the worst ways possible. So it's hard to ask that question when we are the team that blew a 28-3 to lead in the Super Bowl and then had like the most inexplicable onside kick coverage and then blew like another large lead and then inexplicably lost to a backup quarterback and then made Teddy Bridgewater 
Teddy Bridgewater looked like an all-pro. He had 261 yards and two touchdowns in the first half. Like, yep. So it, it's it's we just continue to make negative history. So I it, it's it, it is what it is. Like that's that's a, I know the question is it's probably never happened, but the Falcons are the first for a lot of things. So. Exactly, exactly. Like like how you said, Breeze. Like the 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 defense is so bad to where if you literally just start start a game and finish it, you're going to throw for 300 yards on that. Because had Nick Foles started that game just outright, he would have thrown easily, easily thrown for 300 yards on that. Every quarter that we face up to up to now has thrown over 300 yards. That's how bad the defense is. It's literally just show up. Just just show up to work. Just throw the ball in the air. Oh, Jameis Winston is training. That's not good. <laughs> Drew Brees is not looking good, man. I'm telling you. He just threw like a three-yard touchdown pass. This dude is not – he doesn't have it anymore. He doesn't have it. Like, any if you're playing like this in week – what's it, week four? Week five? That, man, that man's arm is done. Yeah, you get to week 15 unless he gets – and, and I, this, is, this is why I picked the Falcons to win the division. Drew Brees got five weeks off last year. Five weeks off. And he still came back with a weak arm. The man's done. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the Saints. Okay. The Saints had a chance to move on from him last year, and they didn't. You don't want to be in that position. You don't want to be where well, the Saints at right now. Oh, well, what they can do, they can let they can sit Breeze and let Jameis run the team for like eight weeks, and then eight or eight, eight, eight or ten weeks, and then bring back Breeze for for like a playoff stretch. Breeze can't throw. That's that's wild. Like if they put Jameis, if they put if they put Jameis in right now, Drew Brees will be out of. He'll have to retire because they're gonna be like, honestly, yeah, it's it's nice to have a quarterback that can throw over twenty yards accurately. Honestly, true, true. Honestly, the Saints they'd be a lot better, like you said, if they do play Jameis. In my opinion, the Saints are the Saints are a quarterback away from being a really good team. Look, look at look at this play. I just I just added you in. Like this shit is insane. It just doesn't – there's no logic to whatever the Falcons' defense is doing on display. That's 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 coaching. That's all coaching right there. Well, all I have to say is I believe that um, these last, what, 11 games – because I said 11 and 5, and I, don't, I know damn well we ain't yeah. 11 straight. Yeah. So, with that being said, though, I really think that these coaches – who want to keep their job have a lot to prove. So, therefore, I don't think that we would get the first draft pick. I think they're going to work as hard as possible to try to keep a job. Well, you weren't here when I asked a hypothetical question. Joy, you have the number one overall pick. You're in charge. What are you going to do with it? Uh, I, I might, I don't know, pass rushing somebody from the defense. Would you trade I'll, down? Um... No, I wouldn't trade down. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Because well, I feel uh, like I feel like with us, we have a team. It's not like we don't have talent. The issue is we're not making use of the talent that we have, which ultimately falls back on coaching. We have the players. We know we do. We just we gotta utilize what we have. Now, do I think that in the near future, within the next couple of years, that they'll get like a quarterback? Sure. Do I think they need to spend their first draft pick on that kind of foolishness right now? No. Um, 
I'll give Matt Ryan one more solid year to see what he looked like. And then after that, it's really going to be clean the house. I'm glad you answered the question. Unlike some people in this chat. Who is that, Josh? <laughs> no. No. I try to be as nearing as possible when I speak about these things. It's, I don't have all the data. So, I mean, I can't make an educated analysis of that question. But again, I, I think it will show like next week. I think you'll see a vast improvement. And that, that'll really be an indictment on, on Dan Flynn. If they come out looking like a completely different team, like it's going to be like, yeah, man, the right was on the wall. And you know what? Nah, yeah. I'm not going to say that. I was going to say, like, there could be a theory, like, what if the no, offense thanks. comes up next week and looks great? But I know Dan Quinn had nothing to do with the offense. Like, I, I don't – Derek Cotter has got to be like, yo, he needs to play the lottery. Like, I, how he did, how he survived this is incredible. It's incredible. It that, falls that, behind loyalty once again. No, and I watched, no, I actually, no. Did y'all get on live today when um, Arthur Blank was on live with uh, Rich McKay? I saw I saw a lot of people retweet a lot of the. Uh, the okay, big so I got on there it. to see what they were talking about, and basically, I think AB has now figured out that loyalty is not it anymore. I think he's now starting to realize that yes, you are a businessman, but now you have to put that into what's going on with the Falcons to actually be successful. So basically, all the questions that people were asking him, it basically was like, look. I don't have an answer for that. It's either, you know, it may happen or it may not happen. Um, so as far as Dirk Cutter is concerned, I believe he'll be gone next year. I just Guaranteed. think that it wasn't a lot of people to move around into that spot from what we already have. So I think that's why he's held on. But he's going to be gone. I don't care if we, if we go 11 and 5, he's still going to be gone. Absolutely. Um, but I, I don't see that. Let me let me peek at the schedule real quick because, like I said, I, I, oh, the, the the Vikings took the Vikings took the Seahawks. They took the Seahawks to the last play of the game, essentially. So yeah, they got to beat the brakes off of us. That's an L. Who the Vikings? Minnesota. But uh, you know what? After, I'm not gonna even underestimate because I would like to see how they do this week. Now this gonna tell it well. Well, I don't know. Nah. I'll give it. No, no, I agree. Because they I might agree. be in their feelings this week. You know what I mean? Well, but nah. The thing, the thing nah, is now, guys are playing for jobs now though, because they're like, well, shit. If I don't put out my best, pro- my best product, my best tape, whether it be here or somewhere else, like this is the time where they got to shine. But that could also hurt in a team game. And people are trying to do individual things rather than work in the scheme. Vikings loss. Lions loss. Panthers again. Um, I. There's nothing that shows me that we could beat them. That's another loss. The Broncos, we might can beat them because I have no clue who the quarterback is. Uh, the funny thing that would happen with the Saints is that at that point, they would probably like say, hey, let's play James Winston. And in typical Falcons fashion, he plays statistically like a Hall of Famer when he plays the Falcons. Another loss. The Raiders just beat the Chiefs. That's a loss. The Saints again, another loss. You see what the Chargers are doing to the Saints right now? Another loss. Tampa Bay, a loss. The Chiefs, the biggest loss. Tampa Bay again, another loss. Well, well, well. The Chiefs, they may get ready for for their playoff appearance, so they may have their player start play like a half or something. And the Falcons will still find a way to lose the game. So, 
at this point, it's looking like we might win one game. If I had to give my honest opinion, this is like the first year I didn't make my yearly predictions only because I honestly didn't think we'd have a season. And I don't know. We might not make it through the season. I I'm, yeah. I vote to I vote to shut it down. It, just give the Falcons yeah. a top a, a top five pick and uh, yeah. Keep them come moving. on, COVID. Come on, team COVID. Shut wow, it down. wow. Josh Josh is out of control. But anywho, we we gonna keep it short and sweet. Y'all let us know what you think on Twitter. Uh, you know our ads. Um, we be on there wilding out. Shout to Jeff who's apparently celebrated or sick or I don't know. She couldn't make it. But, um, yeah, definitely let us know what y'all think. Uh, it's going to be an interesting season. Uh, you know, maybe one day the Falcons can be championships, champions like the Lakers. But, you know, we might be a long ways from that. But uh, any parting words? Well, one question. Do you all think that we have a chance for our division on the simple fact? Absolutely not. No. You don't think nope. so? Nope. 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 Because nope. the division ain't really looking good like that, except for Tampa nope. Bay for the most part. Nope. It, it depends on how on how we look Sunday. But I, I think we get a break speed off us. But if you look somewhat decent and win by like two, then maybe possible. Just keep losing. Because the Eagles winning a division. Well, I don't know what the record is now, but that shit was one, two, and one. Now how the hell are you leading your whole division with one, two, and one? That means everybody else trained. Keep losing. That's all I just do the right thing. They ain't, gonna, think. They ain't gonna do that. I can tell you that right I, now. I don't think they have to. I, I think we're just that sorry. <laughs> and the and the schedule. So but anywho, uh Marcus, any parting words? I gotta get out of here. If you end up with a top 10 pick in the draft <laughs> and your quarter play, quarterback played all 16 games, do you have a franchise quarterback? That's just something to think about for the fans. Anyway, this is the Jerry Bird Nation Report, the unofficial official podcast. Back to Twitter. We out. Peace.